Hi, this is Bob Sally from Source Point Press, and you're listening to this freaking show. What's up, everybody? I am Travis Tiggins. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geekcast Joe. And welcome to another episode of This Freaking Show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. And this episode of This Freaking Show is brought to you by the Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Pilton, Illinois. If you're looking for a down-home country restaurant that offers you a burger and a beer for just $7.99 on Monday or on Wednesday... Then check out the Fire Pit Bar and Grill Pills in Illinois. You can catch them on firepitbar.com or and go on Facebook, Fire Pit Bar. This freaking show is also brought, also brought to you by WeAreDapperTies.com. If you want a high-quality knit tie for a low, low price, head on over to WeAreDapperTies.com where you can pick up a fantastic tie for just $15. And if you use the special discount code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, you'll even get free shipping on your order. I've run out of steam. Go to <laughs> wearedapertize.com and get yourself an awesome tie. Do it today. Okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, still recovering from uh, last night there, Joe? A little bit. A little bit. Little that was a great bit. night. It was a really it great was night. A it was an awesome fantastic night. night. Yeah. For uh, those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, my sister got married. Uh, last night, the uh, 24th of February, as we record here on Sunday, as we do every week. And it was an incredible night. Uh, and it's weird because, like, it's like, um, I think uh, Michael in Houston uh, said it to me first. I mean, a lot of people said it, but they said it to me first. So that was the first time where uh, all seven kids were together in the same place. Oh, yeah, in a long time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, so I mean, it was awesome for you know you, uh, Houston, Michael, Sherry, uh, Ashley, Nick, and myself to actually get like you know go into the photo booth and take a photo uh, with each other. So I mean, that was pretty cool to actually do something like that. And on top of that, that was actually the first time in years that all the kids who grew up on the same street, you know, when we grew up as kids, were also together. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was awesome. I yeah, like was to like, get those pictures. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping Sherry does decide to get those as her wedding package because I. I really don't know how wedding photos work, but I know they can take any picture you want. But depending on which ones you want is what they charge you for. Is that correct? Uh, it depends on the photographer, but yes. Okay. Yeah, because I. I know the. Um, you know, as we call it, the Howard Street uh, pictures. Um, I know they. Uh, those weren't really planned, but they were. Uh, you know, requested there towards the end of the night. And it was awesome. You know, we got to take pictures of the parents of the street. And then we also took one with just the kids. So it was pretty cool. And, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you guys can respond to it. I mean, you don't have to just listen to me talk. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it, it was a blast all the way around. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get to hang out with people you don't normally hang out with, you know, too often, which is really cool. And the whole family was there, and nobody, you know, fought with anyone, which I knew that was the big fear of it all. So everyone was civil and got along. Yeah, yeah, uh, swimmingly. Yeah, yeah I mean, it looked free, like everybody so. enjoyed themselves. So yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, and and my wife and I kept up our tradition of uh, uh, we didn't really get to dance at our wedding, so we try to just dance the hell out of everyone else's. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Always I, a good time. Yeah, and the biggest thing was, at least for me, for dancing, is like, you know, like being on the keto diet, you got, you know, I have to watch what I eat, but, you know, I went ahead and, you know, kind of enjoyed myself a little. I did eat some yeah. mashed potatoes. I did have a have a piece of bread. I tried a little square of cake, not too much, like literally like maybe like maybe a spoonful of cake, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, when, it, when it came to dancing, I mean, like I fucking, I sweated like, you know, I was in a fucking desert without water, man. It was... Mm-hmm. It was brutal, but I think it kind of balanced itself up, and it was a lot of fun. You know, I I saw the video that my sister posted of uh, a bunch of us doing the Bernie, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, hopefully people understood that because I think the Bernie kind of died two years ago, as it did like fucking twenty years before that. 
I honestly have no idea. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I believe you. You don't know what the Bernie is? You know, someone showed it to me last night, and I've already forgotten what it looked like. Put the book down, Joe. Watch a movie, for the love of God. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. I don't even know what movie you're talking about. Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, it, it, it's it's one of those movies that like, I, it's enjoyed to watch once, but after that, like I, I can't get back into it. Yeah, but but it was a good movie. Like the first time I watched it, it's just not one of the things. Like if you were to sit there and like you had a boring fucking rainy day, and you're like, you know, we should watch a movie. Weekend at Bernie's would never be like my first choice. It'd be yeah, like my last. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree so, with you there. So yeah, well, I like that man. I like to ask you how you guys are doing, but I mean, we kind of all did the same thing. So yeah, yesterday that is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, is there, I know. Um, I know this obviously, well, we know, they don't know that this is our Oscar episode where we're going to do our predictions for the Oscars. We are going to run through every category, so I don't want to take too much time away from that. But before we jump into it, other than the wedding uh, we went to last night, anything new and exciting in your guys' lives? No, Um, not really at all. much. Oh, okay. I, I just I just assumed when uh, you referenced the fact that last night was the only night we were together, you had more to say, but okay. Cool. Yeah, I was trying to think of what else I did this week, but oh, homework. This is, this is going swimmingly. <laughs> like, like last week when Joey couldn't shut the fuck up. I couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. I couldn't it's help all it. right. It's all right. Ah, it's all good. I know Joey. Uh, Joe, how was um, how was uh, Wisconsin? Or was that next? No, that's, that was yet today, right? No, 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 next week. Okay, then we got nothing else to talk about. Let's move into the Oscars. Then. <laughs> I'm done, Joseph. <laughs> done, done asking you about your fucking day, <laughs> asshole. I deserve that. I deserve that. Okay, so uh, we're gonna go through all uh, all the categories here for uh, the Oscars, or as some people call them, the 90th Academy Awards, which uh, is going to be held on March 4th uh, at the Dolby Theater in L.A., hosted by Jimmy Kimmel again uh, for the second consecutive year. And uh, I guess, I mean, do you guys, I mean, do you guys want to start at the top and work our way down or vice versa? I mean, do you guys have a preference on which category we start with or what we finish with? Uh, I do not. It doesn't matter to me. God, you you guys, you guys yeah. are helpful. I mean, oh. here's, here's, so I, I have my list in front of me and it's going from best picture down. See, mine is too. That's why I was kind so of, that's, I'm fine with that. I just printed off the list that was on from the Oscars website and it's all just kind of mixed up. So, all right, well then this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the only trust, uh, trustworthy source I have and that's Wikipedia. I'm going to start at <laughs> I'm going to start at the bottom of the list, and we're just going to work our way up. So fling through your fucking papers and find a list that I mentioned. And I'm, I'm going to have to do the same, too, because, I, like I said, like I kind of just pulled mine off of the Oscars. But let's start with uh, best, uh, best Visual Effects. How about that one? Sure. And, uh, Colin, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, your prediction on that one? Uh, I have War for the Planet of the Apes. Ooh. Okay. What about you, Joseph? I didn't see War for the Planet of the Apes, so I went with Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Okay, I, I kind of uh, went with Colin and went with War of the Planet of the Apes. See, I probably was gonna go with Star Wars, but I just went with one I liked better. <laughs> so, That's fair. But no, I could definitely. There was definitely good visual effects in that Star Wars, and I will not be surprised if that wins. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, see, I, I'm almost kind of in the same boat with you, Arcon. I mean, like Star Wars is almost like the logical choice, but for some reason, I know that a lot of people liked um, the effects and everything inside the Planet of the Apes. I'm not saying the Planet of the Apes is my favorite overall, but um, the response that people gave to the movie itself, I think, was a little bit more than the effects in Star Wars itself. Uh, gotcha. Mm. Uh, best film editing. How about you, Joey? What'd you pick for that one? Film editing. Got to find that one. Yeah, take your time. We have uh, like... Baby Driver. I went with Baby Driver. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. What about you, Colin? I went with The Shape of Water. Nice, nice. I think uh, what was it? The Shape of Water actually has thirteen nominations this year out of the twenty-four yeah, uh, categories. Has a lot of nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I went with Dunkirk, which you guys you guys may notice out of here. Uh, I picked Dunkirk for a lot of these uh, categories. 
a lot of the a lot of the, the I don't want to call them smaller categories, but the the lower categories, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so not not too much of the top. I think like the top five, top six ones, um, but definitely like the lower the lower um, earlier awards, if you will. Okay, like nice. Duck Turk. Um, best costume design. Um, I went with. Best costume. I went with Phantom Thread, which was really difficult because it was kind of I was torn between that one and Beauty and the Beast. Okay. But nice. I think with Phantom, I think Phantom Thread being based on clothing itself may have the upper hand. Um, I too went with Phantom Thread. Um, to me, I went. I was also thinking Beauty and the Beast, but to me, that's more CGI than anything. But yeah, Phantom Thread. And just because of the name, it kind of sounded like it went with clothing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That makes sense. I went went Beauty and the Beast. You went Beauty and the Beast? Okay. And Beauty and the Beast may have like the edge on it just because I think Beauty and the Beast was out a lot longer than the Phantom Thread. So, Mm -hmm. Um, how about uh, best makeup and hairstyling? Uh, We'll go with Colin. Okay, makeup and hairstyling. I went with the darkest hour. Ooh, nice. Okay, Joey. I went. I went Victoria and Abdul. Okay, I uh, I went with the dark uh, the darkest hour. This nice. one, uh, I think of of all of them, this is the only one that has like three in it. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, I know like we have what uh, the best director has five, and the rest of them are pretty heavy. But yeah, this one like really just kind of narrowed down to three choices which is surprises me you know i mean you think hair and makeup is one of the most important parts of any movie right yeah. so but uh okay let's uh let's just keep moving on this is this is good we're making good, some good timing here i like this mm-hmm. uh best cinematography joey cinematography there we go and you could uh, do yours first uh that one i went dunkirk on although i think it's actually probably more likely the shape of water will win uh, I'm picking Dunkirk because it's hard to beat war movies. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Gotcha. Um, I went with Blade Runner 2049. Uh, I, uh, I too went with Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> okay, I, I swear to God, guys, me and Travis did not sit here and go through <laughs> this together. <laughs> Even though it might seem like that right now. Yeah, well, I mean, gosh, how many, what have we done? We've done five already. Did we pick, like, three of the same already? I think was, yeah. four of the same. <laughs> That's been four? Yeah, let's hear Planet of the, Planet of the Apes. Phantom uh, Threads, yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah. Makeup and hairstyle. Like, this is going to be good. I think I think what it is, I think since I've won the last two years, you're trying to get in my mind and see what I love doing. <laughs> this is what it is. Psychologically, you're trying to get in my mind. I get it. It, it must be. <laughs> All right, uh, best production design. Um, I will choose mine first, and I will go with. Where the fuck is it? Uh, nope, there we go. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I went for production. That's also you? what I went with. I actually went Blade Runner again. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, uh, Colin. Next one's on you, and let's go with uh, sound mixing. Sound mixing. I went with Dunkirk. Interesting. I went Shape of Water. I went Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my mindset in that one mm-hmm. is sound effects. Oh, wait. That was for sound mixing, right? Yeah, sound mixing. Uh, yeah. Is that thing, like you said, war movies? No, no, no. You want to have the, you want to have sound there in war movies, so. Yep. That was my thought on it too. Yeah, um, let's go with uh, sound editing. Following that, what you got, Joey? Sound editing. I have uh, Baby Driver. Okay, Colin. I have Star Wars. And I went with Dunkirk on that one as well. Nice. Yeah, I, like I said, I think Dunkirk is a not a majority of them, but like out of the one, I think I think because they're also nominated for eight of them too. At least four or five of mine are Dunkirk just because of, you know, the what I've seen of it and what I've heard of it and everything. I, I see it as being, like, one of the greatest ones. Um, original song. 
Uh, no wall. Wait. All right, I can already tell me and Travis have the same one on this one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, uh, how about Joey? You go first then. Original song. I went uh, Remember Me from Coco. <laughs> okay, okay. Colin? Uh, me, I'll just say for both of us, Travis. There you go. Uh, me and Travis both have This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. That's right. That's right, we do. <laughs> uh, and, and, that's, and that's what sucks too because, like, I mean, I know so many people are going to pick Coco. Coco is probably the logical one to win because mm-hmm. of the popularity of the movie. But you, I mean, I'm hoping that they, you know, even though The Greatest Showman came out, like, what, maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago or something like that, mm-hmm. it, it does get that recognition that the music, you know, you know, it, I hope it gets what it deserves because it's such great music. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's only Oscar, and which is <clears throat> yes. really upsetting in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. There, now, there's no way, like, for it to be in a category next year right i mean like you no. movies are only in categories one year i yes. believe that's correct man that, that sucks okay uh let's see original song let's go with uh original score after that uh this one i went star wars okay colin okay go ahead okay for that one i went with the shape of water so did i <laughs> <laughs> and now see i like I saw The Shape of Water. I really liked it. And I'm really surprised after running through these, I didn't pick more of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Something just said no. Interesting. I was, was going to go with Star Wars, but, you know, like looking back and everything, it doesn't have the highest, um, um, it doesn't have the best pattern of actually winning this category. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's not going to start now. I think you know, you're I, probably right. Yeah, it's not to say that Star Wars doesn't have like a great score to it. But I mean, it's maybe I'm wrong about this, but it's been the same score for the last nine fucking movies, eight fucking that's movies. True, that's no? true. It's been the same score for like 50 years. Right. I mean, I mean, Darth Vader's not coming out to some new uh, EDM fucking sounding. Dun, 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 and fun you know? fact, your sister's wedding, they walked, they introduced is with Star Wars. <laughs> I thought that was so clutch. <laughs> oh, man. Is that I a good that. thing? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was awesome. Okay. I was actually uh, surprised. I like in my mind, like I knew that like a lot of their theme was Disney and Star Wars and everything. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, like I, I thought like maybe just for Alan's sake, with him being a huge Blackhawks fan, he'd come out to the Blackhawks. Uh, oh, the theme. Chelsea Dagger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm assuming that at the same time, I'm you know knowing my sister, she'd probably be like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's lucky enough they got Metallica in there at one point. There you go. <laughs> um, I did like how uh, before the ceremony they had the, like kind of like a piano version of um, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so we did original score, uh, best anim- yeah, best animated short film. I went with Negative Space. Colin, revolving rhymes. Thank we God we're not things. the same again. People would, uh, yeah, thank uh, God we're different. People start questioning shit more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went with Lou. Lou. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was I was torn between uh, Revolting Rhymes and uh, Dear Basketball, which, uh, fun fact for you guys, uh, with Dear Basketball being a nomination, it's the first time an NBA player was nominated for an Oscar and uh, Kobe Bryant. So, oh, fun fact. Yeah, fun fact for you guys. I don't have a lot of them, but I have that one. Uh, let's go next. Let's go live action short film. Uh, Colin, what do you got? Live action short film. Okay, I have the 11 o'clock. Okay, Joey? I, I went to Calp Elementary. Nice. I went with uh, my nephew Emmett. Nice. Yep, no other reason other than I like the word Emmett. It's, yep. That's that's the that's the best choice. I made. <laughs> uh, all right, how about um, let's see here. How we did? Let's see. We did short film. We did live action short film. Okay, we are on uh, best documentary uh, short subject. Documentary short subject. I want uh, heroin. Okay. There goes Joey with interrupting people. No, it's all it's all right. He actually started before me. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I went with knife skills. I actually interrupted him. So okay, you went with knife skills. Joey, what did you go with? I went with heroin. Heroin. Okay, I went with Edith and Eddie on that one. Okay. Nice. And uh, Colin, what did you do for uh, best documentary feature? Documentary feature. I went Strong Island. Cool, Joey. I went Faces Places. All right, I went with uh, Faces Places too. Is it because of the rhyme? Yes. <laughs> that's that's exactly yep. why I did it. And also, there's a guy uh, named Jr. who's a part of it, and anyone who uses their initials instead of their name has to be a winner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Word. I'm gonna tell you right now, when they win, you're gonna be like, "Oh shit, maybe he's onto something," you know? I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there, you know? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Joey, my yes. best foreign language film. Foreign language film. I went with A Fantastic Woman. All right, Colin? Loveless. Loveless. I went with uh, Fantastic Woman as well. Yeah. I, I was I was up in the air with that. I almost picked that mm-hmm. because of the uh, what's in the title. <laughs> I, I really wanted to go with um, On Body and Soul because uh, that's a Hungarian movie. And uh, mm. with my family being from Hungary, and I was like, you know, I got to represent the country, but I know what Hungarian has to offer. <laughs> and uh, that's why I went with uh, Russia instead. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I saw somewhere somebody said Loveless is going to win because Trump's in office. So we'll see if they're right. Anywho, uh, best animated feature film, I went with um, The Breadwinner. Um, Joey, what you got? Uh, I went with Coco. Coco. I also went with Coco. Yeah, I tried to. I, I tried. I tried to choose a dark horse on that just because of what the breadwinner represents and with how like um, women equ- uh, inequality or whatever the fuck is e- women equality is that what it's called? Is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce it? Okay. Um, how big it is now, you know, especially with everything going on, and I think like that message in uh, the breadwinner is gonna like make that impact to possibly uh, be that dark horse winner, and maybe even pass up Coco, which is very hard and it's a very big long shot. But it's tough to beat Pixar films. That's true. But I really, I wish I could have gone with Loving Vincent because it's about uh, it was it's all hand painted <coughs> oil paintings in the style of Vincent Van Gogh. Really. Mm-hmm. But they're they're they had such a limited release. I just don't see how they could possibly win. Mm. Because it's only released where it matters, which is in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how it would have a possibility of winning. That's Hollywood. true. Okay. Uh, I think we got two more until we get to the big six. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. We actually went by this pretty fucking quick. I'm impressed. Yeah. I know we were mm-hmm. worried and shit. <laughs> uh, Thank God we don't know what the hell we're talking about. God. Okay. <laughs> uh, best adapted screenplay. Colin, you go first. Oh, adapted screenplay. <coughs> uh, that I have Mudbound. Mudbound? Okay. Yes. Uh, Joseph? I went with Logan. Any particular reason? Or... Uh, I'm a big fan of Wolverine. Wolverine? Yeah, that's the only reason. I got you. Um... I went with uh, Call Me By Your Name. Nice. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I really wanted to go for Logan, but I didn't see people uh, going for the action movie, especially, like, the Logan action movie with the violence and the swearing and shit. So. That's fair. That's fair. I actually think uh, the disaster artist is, is probably most likely to win, but I had to go with the only one that I saw. I get you. No, I mean, if if we went based on the movies we saw, I couldn't do half these fucking categories. Right. In fact, when I say that, I mean, I couldn't do any of these fucking categories except for the original screenplay and, uh, well, whatever I choose for Beauty and the Beast. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I literally have to go off of what I see ratings are and what I see with people's feedback and how I personally see a, uh, a, um, a trailer on YouTube. Hmm. And literally, I mean, that's my secret to winning. And I'm I'm two and zero right now. So watching you a trailer on YouTube, you know, surprisingly, that shit fucking works. You go on there, and you watch a fucking trailer. If I look, at it, I'm like, you know, it does a good fucking trailer. But it's gonna be a good fucking movie, and I fucking put it down. I'm two and zero. You guys can't you can't flaw my uh, my thought. And, you know, my process no, no. there. Oh yeah, Teach yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing, but you're doing it wrong. 
Oh, clearly. Go, going and watching the movies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, what we at next? Uh, best original screenplay. Uh, we got Colin. Original screenplay. I actually chose The Shape of Water on this one. Nice. Joey? Yeah. I went with Get Out. Oh, I did too. I did. I, and like, I don't know why I chose that over the other ones. And I kind of, I was actually surprised. I, I figured maybe you choose the three billboards. Um, I was thinking that, but I, I don't see it being a winner for original screenplay. Mm. Um, I, I don't see that. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colin, uh, which one are we? Did we? We just did the original screenplay, right? Yes, mm-hmm. we did. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. So now we're, uh, we're in what I see as being the top six. So um, I'm actually going to name the uh, nominees in these categories because we have so much more time left. I mean, it's crazy how quickly we got through this. Okay. Uh, so let's start with, you know what, I'm... I'm I'm going to be a gentleman. I'm going to do actor before actress. How about that? All right. All right. So best supporting actor, the nominations for that is William Dafoe um, as Bobby Hicks from the Florida Project. We got Woody Harrelson uh, playing Chief Bill Willoughby from Three Billboards outside Ebbing. Is that Ebbing? Ebbing? Ebbing. Ebbing, Missouri. Okay, cool. Richard Jenkins as, uh, I think that's Giles. I should have you do this, Joe. Fuck. Uh, I'm going to call him Giles uh, from The Shape of Water. Christopher Plummer, who played J. Paul Getty from All the Money in the World. And then we have Sam Rockwell, who played Officer Jason Dixon in The Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And that was my pick. I went with Sam Rockwell. I, too, went with Sam Rockwell. Uh, I did as well. Yeah, I, I really wanted to go with Woody Harrelson, but every time I, you know, every time a, you know, a famous guy, like a big famous dude, is in a category like that, and you think they're gonna win, they don't, and I'm not gonna, you know, hope for the best on that one. Yeah. I was up in the air. I was up in the air with it, um, mm-hmm. but in the movie, I felt. I mean, Sam Rockwell had a bigger part, um, and I think that's what really brought it home for it. For me, um, had Woody Harrelson had a bigger part, I probably would have chose him. Mm. I got you. I got you. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, we got Mary J. Blige as Florence Jackson in Mudbound. Allison Jenny as Lavana Golden in I, Tanya. Leslie Manville as Cyril Woodcock in Phantom Thread. Lori Metcalf as Marion McPherson in Lady Bird. And then Octavia Spencer, who portrays Dota Delilah Fuller as the crinkling of fucking paper. What the hell are you guys doing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Octavia Spencer as Zelda Delilah Fuller in the movie The Shape of Water. Uh, Crinkler, who would you pick? Um, well, that was me getting some unicorn poop. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be choosing Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. What are you joking? Nice. I went with Allison Janney and I, Tanya. Okay, I, I also went with Allison Janney and I, Tanya. It makes me feel a lot better about my pick. Because yeah. <laughs> my process works. Yep. All right, final four we got here. Um, best actress, uh, we got Sally Hawkins, who played uh, Eliza Esposito in The Shape of Water. Frances McDermott, who betrayed Mildred Hayes in The Three Billboard. We got uh, Margaret Robbie, who played Tonya Harding in I, Tonya. Uh, Sarosi Ronan, who played Christine Ladybird McPherson in Ladybird. And then Meryl Streep, who played Catherine Graham in The Post. Uh, Joey, what you got? I went with uh, Frances McDermott. I uh, I also went with Frances McDermott. I did as well. Nice. Nice. So at least we know you guys got one right. She also <laughs> won an Oscar for her role in Fargo. 
Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for her. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Meryl Streep, I mean, I, I don't have the numbers up for her, but uh, I, she had to want a few, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. A lot. She's got to be. Um, I can look that up later. Uh, best actor, we have uh, Timothy Chalamet. I don't fucking know. What's the word, Joe? Timothy okay. Chalamet. Yeah, that's what I would say. Cool. As Elio Perlman in Call Me By Your Name. Daniel Day-Lewis as Reynolds Woodcock in Phantom Thread. Daniel Kaluuya as Chris Washington in Get Out. Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour. And then Denzel Washington as Roman J. Israel in Roman J. Israel. And I went with Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour. Uh, I went with Daniel Kalua, or I don't even know how to say his yes, name, and I'm very awesome. sorry about that, uh, in Get Out. Uh, I also went with Gary Oldman. Churchill? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet, but I want to just because I think uh, Oldman fucking nailed that role. And just yeah, based on what no I've seen. Yeah, no way he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Best director. Anyone? Uh, anyone else want to go through the uh, nominations for best director, or you just want me to keep doing it? Directing. Best director. Yeah. Okay. I only have the names of the movies pulled up. I don't have the director's names. Yeah, the same here. Oh, you fuckers! I got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so for best directors, we have Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig in Lady Bird. Paul Thomas Anderson in The Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro in The Shape of Water. Uh, Joey, what you got? Uh, I've got uh, Guillermo del Toro in The Shape of Water. Colin? I went with uh, Get Out. Get Out? I went with del Toro in The Shape of Water. Nice. Then Best Picture. Um, I think, what did it say? Two, four, six, eight. There's actually nine nominations for this one. I thought somebody said wow. it was 10, but I guess there is only nine. Yeah, there are nine. Oh, okay. So the 10 we got here, we got uh, Call Me By Your Name. We have The Darkest Hour. We have Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Colin, uh, for your final um, uh, category, what's your winner of Best Picture? My winner of Best Picture is the movie that I enjoyed out of all that I saw of these. It's Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Nice. Joey? I went with uh, The Shape of Water. And I also went with The Shape of Water. Even though I honestly believe this should be a 10 uh, 10 (laughs) movie category with The Greatest Showman being in it because that movie was incredible and it does deserve to be in more categories other than music which granted being a musical the music is kind of the most important part of um the movie mm-hmm. so um but it's crazy because i mean like when even when you still hear about the greatest showman like you still hear how well it's go- uh, doing which yeah. i mean it doesn't surprise me but a I mean, it just blows my fucking mind because I think it's almost at like $350 million, you know, wow. just box office. That's like impressive. Still, and still fucking climbing, you know? So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. But yeah, um, so we got our we got our uh, our choices. Just out of curiosity because I didn't do it. Did anyone write down everyone's choices? <laughs> nope. 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 All right, then I'm fine with that. <laughs> just um, Just don't cheat. When we come and do the results again, because um, I got a feeling I will win again. We have proof of what you voted for, so. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we're, we're going to have to trust me because I'm the only one who's willing to go back and listen to their voice on a podcast. So. <laughs> I guess this is very true. You're not wrong. Uh, no, I think, uh, but yeah, of all 24 categories, I think there's only maybe two or three where, like, each of us had our own selections. So Yeah. Yeah, so there's definitely going to be a winner. There's no way we're going to tie. Um, I think last year, I think you guys kind of tied, didn't you? I believe so. It doesn't really matter. We both lost. That's true. <laughs> we both tied for second. Exactly. Out of, you know, we both three, tied for three second. Spots, so. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty cool. So yeah, so now we got our selections, and um, let's see, probably what my March fourth. I don't know what it is. We're gonna have to do our uh, results and shit. But the unfortunate thing is, we probably won't be able to do our results probably until April because of the uh, guest spots that we have through the month of March. Oh, solid point. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't want to run through those, like, rush through in, like, a five-minute thing. And at the same time, I don't want to take time away from our guests. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so maybe we'll have to hold our results off until maybe April 1st or something like that. Yeah. Or if yeah. uh, one of our guests uh, has a misfortune and can't come on. That's true. We'll yeah, so. That. Yeah, so, I mean, we definitely have our results. I mean, they obviously won't be on the March 4th episode because we'll be courting March 4th while the Oscars are happening. So definitely, like, maybe the March 11th or something. So we'll play by ear. Hopefully none of our guests have to uh, postpone or reschedule because I hate rescheduling shit like that. Agree, agree. Um, I'm really excited for uh, March because March, I mean, we have two new guests coming on and we have two returning guests. Really excited uh, for that to happen. And I'm also excited that um, starting right now in this episode, I'm turning it over to Colin so he can tell us about his flick of the week. Okay, okay. Um, This week's uh, awkward flick of the week, uh, my movie is going to be Winchester. (coughs) Um, It's a ghost horror movie. Um, <laughs> it came out this year. Um, it is, takes place in what is one of the most haunted locations in, or in a very well-known haunted location in the U.S. It's the Winchester Mansion. Um, it, well, it's, it's based on the Winchester Mansion. It doesn't take place there. It's, well, it does, but it's not the real one it's a movie one where is the winchester mansion uh san francisco oh okay cool uh and it's actually about how uh takes place with the owner uh sarah winchester who inherited the fortune from after her husband passed she took over the fortune and basically his part of the company, which is pretty much the ownership of the company. Uh, But it is, for that you don't know, the Winchester Mansion is a house that has many rooms for nothing and just random doors that lead to nothing. Uh, It also has staircases that you can't walk up because it just... runs into ceiling um it's a very yes it's a very very strange house um in this movie uh basically it's about sarah who's having about a doctor who comes the company winchester company hires him to come and Basically, go there just to say she's unfit for the company. So basically, they're trying to steal the company from her. Um, they they sent him here to uh, get his opinion on her. And mm-hmm. it ends up where he starts seeing ghosts uh, there. And... He sees ghosts and she sees ghosts. And and it turns out where she's building all these rooms because of the the ghost. Hmm. And basically giving them a place to be. Uh, I almost had like a, if you've ever seen 13 Ghost vibe. uh, With Tony Shalhoub and the Glass House. Mm. Um, we're basically imprisoning them in rooms and then locking them in there. Uh, she's Sarah's there also with her, I believe daughter and grandson. Uh, Mm -hmm. and the, 
the one kid is, and there's a, an evil spirit that is basically the one that's doing the haunting and stuff in the house. But overall, uh, I thought it was a very, very good movie. Um, a little bit of quirks in it, but not too bad. Uh, they, uh, critics gave it a horrible rating because they're all a bunch of dumbasses and don't know actually a good movie in my, (laughs) in my opinion, I've never Mm -hmm. liked critics, but, uh, they gave this movie a 14%, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I say to hell with them and they should not even have a job, but, uh, Mm. Uh, I would definitely uh, put this up there uh, better than them. Um, it could have, I mean, it could have done, been done better. But from what I had, um, the way it was done, I still thought it was good. And I'm giving it a three out of five awkwards. Wow. That's one of the lowest ratings you've given. Yes. It's the lowest on our uh, new scale. Yeah. So, mm. but uh, if, if we brought it into the ten range, it'd probably be a six. Hmm. So, maybe six and a half. But so, uh, yeah, I definitely would say though, um, if you like the ghost movies, go check it out. Give it a try. Doesn't hurt to watch a movie. Um. What I say, pay Unless it's the ring. Huh? Unless it's the ring. I hear uh, if you watch that movie, then you die in seven days. Well, you know, I don't, I don't even believe that shit. So <laughs> watch that all you want. Um, would I say pay to see it in theaters? Probably not. Um, mm-hmm. But wait till it comes out. Watch it. It's a good one. So... And then you give me your opinion on the movie. Yeah. We created a hashtag for people to give their input to you, correct? I believe so. Uh, yeah, we should probably, should probably figure out what, what that was. Yeah. I think it was Awkward Flicks, wasn't it? I think so. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. Use the hashtag Awkward Flicks and give Colin uh, him your opinion on his review of the movie. Maybe you saw it as being a 5 or a 10 yeah. on your own scale if you guys want to be... Uh, independent <laughs> so i did look up uh meryl streep uh briefly here so she was nominated for 21 oscars and only won three wow yep so i thought she won a lot more she's only won one for uh best actress mm-hmm. she won she once she won once for best supporting actress in kramer versus kramer uh, she won actually twice for Best Actress, uh, once for Sophie's Choice, and another time for The Iron Lady. And now she is currently pending for her next, her third Best Actress award, actually, for The Post. So, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, three Oscars is, you know, a, you know not a bad thing, but when compared to the 21, you could potentially win. So I think I read somewhere that Walt Disney has the most uh, awards. Hmm. I think like Walt, not like Disney, but Walt Disney himself has like fifty-four Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah, I think if I could find that real quick here. Um, don't give a damn about my reputation. Much <laughs> some Shrek. No, no, um, the Elimination Chamber. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, they signed. You guys know who Ronda Rousey is, right? Yeah. Okay, so she's signing to be a professional wrestler now. Oh. Yeah. So her uh, theme song uh, that he is actually paying uh, to use, um, um. Reputation by Joan Jett and Blackhearts. Nice. Or Joan Jett and uh, I think it's Blackhearts. I can't remember. But it's, it's Joan Jett. Um, I can't find it, but I believe, yeah, I believe Walt Disney has. I'm going to go with Walt Disney has 54 of them, so fuck it. You know, <laughs> prove me wrong if you guys want. Use the hashtag freaking sane to tell me I'm wrong. So, 
Oh, shit. God, we, uh, God, we got through this episode pretty quick. Yeah, we yeah. did. It's a record for us for an Oscar episode. Yeah, I mean, first year we did it in two episodes. Last year we did it in over an hour. And we got through all that shit in fucking 35 minutes. <laughs> uh, so I looked up this Winchester, and mm-hmm. it actually only had a $3.5 million budget. Uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, surprisingly. Uh, I thought there would be at least... I th- figured there would be more in there, but I was surprised. But, yes, let's continue on. Yeah. Which, I mean, I mean, and to be honest with you, I mean, like, to, to make a movie with only $3.5 million is a rare thing to do nowadays, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had Helen I mean, like, Mirren in it. Well, she's God. Pretty, she's pretty I, wow. In it. She's probably, like, yeah. 60% of that budget. Yeah. I bet if she, I bet if they I bet if they replaced her with anyone else, the movie probably could have got made for like four hundred grand. <laughs> probably not wrong. Um, but no, it's like I mean, even like back was I think last year or something when we were talking about Pinocchio and how much that shit cost back in the day to make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact number, but I know we we're pretty shocked by it. Oh man. She oh, is yeah. tied uh with uh Helen Mirren is tied with whoever Meryl Streep mm-hmm. with one well with one Academy Award for Best Actress. So. Oh, alrighty. Yes. Helen Mirren, what what? A, how old is that bitch? Helen Mirren, <laughs> seventy two. She's still hot though. <laughs> Word. God, yeah, mm. tasty. Anywho, so I mean, we still got time. So, what, I mean, what's new, exciting, anything? Uh, not much. Uh, starting on my second round of assignments for my class. Ooh, that sounds like just the tons most of fun. fun. <laughs> so. But don't you? Well, okay, then, uh, Colin, what are you freaking on, then, this week? This week, I'm freaking on the fact that I started watching Twin Peaks again. Um, I started it a long time ago, because my brother was really big into it. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try, and I started watching it. I was just kind of, like, stopped. But, uh, I've been watching Psych as well, and they, they just saw the episode where they do a mock of uh, Twin Peaks. So I was just like, oh, let me watch this again. <laughs> so I watch this. So. Nice. Yeah. Brings back memories. And fun fact, uh, it takes place in Washington. And the famous uh, Twin Peaks Cafe is actually the town where my aunt lives. So... Interesting. Yep. Huh. Small world. Yeah. So, what about you, Joe? What are you freaking on? I, uh, you know, throughout most of this this week, I've been freaking on the fact that I I got to actually officiate the wedding we were talking about earlier, yeah. uh, which was uh, uh, an honor. I was really really uh, privileged to be able to do that. Um, but I'm also freaking out on the on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, my younger brothers were in to visit and, uh, they left me, uh, access to their Xbox stuff. So now I can watch whatever movies they buy. And, uh, one of them left his Nintendo switch at my place. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Which is just, uh, which is just the fantastic. So now, now when I want to procrastinate, I can really, really screw myself. And you know what you can (laughs) always do? You can bring that down and visit and, uh. Just happened to leave it here. <laughs> right? I'm saying it. It's Brotherhood of the Traveling Switch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, how about you? Um, so I went ahead and I joined a couple um wrestling box um programs where they send you like a monthly box full of wrestling shit. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm going to do that as one of uh, like a little mini segment on the podcast. But I'm also going to post it up on uh, Instagram and stuff for the Just Freaking Wrestling podcast that I do with uh, Dizzle J. I'm really excited because I got one in already. Pissed I can't open it yet because I got to do it like, you know, in front of the video. But I also have another one coming hopefully by the end of this week. So I'm really excited to have both boxes here and I can uh, open those over the weekend and get my awesome new wrestling shirts, get some new wrestling figures, some posters, autographs and stuff like that. So really excited, really excited for that stuff. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, shit. Hey Joe. Yes. Every week, uh, our listeners could catch uh, Geekcast Show here on this freaking show, but if an hour a week of Geekcast Show just isn't enough for our fans, where can they go to get more? If you need more Geekcast Joe, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Good job, Joe. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching This Freaking Show. You can also go to thisfreakingshow.com where you can see a list of all the amazing guests that we've had throughout the last three seasons. And also the Father Star Award recipients that we have. And, of course, you know, even though Geek Cash Joe chooses the uh, recipient every month here on this freaking show, that doesn't mean that we don't want your input on it. So if you know of anyone who you think could be worthy of a uh, Father Star Award, please let us know by com, sending us a contact information uh, through thisfreakingshow.com. Go into the contacts, leave us a message, or shoot to our email, and then one of us will get in touch with you. Or you can message us on Facebook. One of us will be in touch with you that way as well. And don't forget to watch the Oscars coming up on March 4th from the Dolby Theater in L.A. Uh, I believe it's airing on ABC. And uh, you can find uh, the start time based on your area that you live in. As always, I am Travis D. I'm Awkward Cow. And I'm Geek Cast Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.